All right, we are brought to you by Larry King Law. Good to have you in for a What's Your Rank Wednesday and to go through the, some of the great sports divorces. You know, it's hard because there's a lot of them, but what were some of the uglier ones? What were the, some of the ones that have stuck uh, as time has moved on? You know, sometimes there's reconciliation. Sometimes people in sports admit to mistakes and they all get over it at some point or another. And then others, no, nobody ever gets over it. And it's uh, a long time separation. So that's how we do it this week. Some of the worst sports divorces. I will start by giving an honorable mention to Jimmy Johnson and Jerry Jones. Oh, yeah. This used to be a great one. But guess what? They made up this year. They're buds again. Like So that kind of took it off my list. That alone, the, yep. that act of yep. we're going to finally put Jimmy in the ring of fame. It kind of, you know, even though it costs Dallas, let's be honest, bare minimum, what, five more Super Bowls, the stupidity of Jerry Jones. But anyway, that all being said, they're buds now. So I'm, it, it came off my five list uh, earlier this year when I saw that. Ray Allen and the Celtics is a good one. They yep. make some of my honorable mention. There's so many in the NBA. I mean, I could do a whole show on NBA divorces. You got Shaq and the Lakers. Before that, you had Shaq and the Magic. But guess what? Shaq has made up with all of his former franchises. Heck, the Magic just retired his jersey the other day. That's true. Uh, you have Aaron Rodgers and the Packers recently. But Aaron Rodgers and the Packers was nothing compared to Brett Favre and the Packers, which is my number five. There you go. Remember this. Brett Favre did not want any parts of the old New York Jets. He must have known there was some scandal in front of him there. Little did he know there's more scandal in his life before that, too. <laughs> anyway, uh, Brett Favre to the Jets. He wanted to go to the Vikings. He eventually got himself there, but the Packers did him dirty. They didn't care what the future Hall of Fame quarterback wanted. They're like, no, here's our best deal, and we don't want you in the NFC, Brett. So if you're going to come out of retirement and screw up our Aaron Rodgers plan, we're going to send you somewhere you don't want to be. And they sent him to the Jets, and he hated it, and eventually got himself to Minnesota for a couple seasons. But Brett Favre and the Packers, that is called some serious animosity. That's my number five. All right, I'll run through some of my honorable mentions here real quick. How about Kyrie Irving and the Cleveland Cavaliers basically wanting to leave LeBron and that whole weirdness, but, you know, wouldn't be the weirdest thing Kyrie's ever done, I guess. I, I actually went back for another one of my honorable mentions. How about Eric Dickerson? And the Rams, he had basically three years worth of contract disputes and then before he was traded to the Colts. And then the fans actually turned on him, started calling him selfish and all this other stuff, even though he had a legendary career there. Also, Le'Veon Bell leaving the Steelers, sitting out, thinking that he was done dirty with his contract, deserved more money, ended up with the Chiefs, never really the same player and no matter where he went after that. But number five, I got another throwback for you. Marcus Allen and the Raiders, because that one got really, really ugly. You had Al Davis yeah. and Marcus Allen that was going back and forth at each other. I think that Al Davis called him a cancer at one point. Marcus Allen said he was trying to root that Davis was trying to ruin his career and all these this other stuff. So that one got really ugly, really fast. Worked out for Marcus Allen though. So, but I've got Marcus Allen and the Raiders at number five. All right, that's a good one. Um, this one is still an all timer just because of again the way it happened. Um, and you know, there's this, it's just a legendary story. Um, 10, 11 years, well, 10 years ago now, Lane Kiffin fired in the tarmac there by you USC. Go. Uh, you know, the USC divorce in 2013 after a loss, 
literally left their coach on the tarmac at the airport after they fired him. I mean, you can't beat that. Lane Kiffin, look, you can say he deserved it. You can say this or that about Lane Kiffin, whether you like him or not. But, I mean, again, cold-blooded Pat Hayden. Who knew a former quarterback firing this man on the at the airport tarmac and leaving him, leaving him at, uh, you know, LAX. Uh, that's an all-timer. So I've got the Lane Kiffin-USC divorce, uh, which was great. And, of course, as was – you know, another divorce for him, the Raiders, you know, with the projector and Al Davis yep. on Lane Kiffin, but Tarmac much more cold-blooded. So that's where I've got that at number four. Yeah, you could have doubled up on Lane Kiffin there. That's totally yeah. understandable. Maybe I should have had this one higher on the list, and you laid out some of it a few minutes ago, but Tom Brady's exit from the Patriots. And yeah. the reason I say Tom Brady's exit from the Patriots is because, you know, clearly he didn't want to be there anymore. You could tell that that relationship was coming to an end, but I feel like that Tom Brady exit from the Patriots and how well he did after the fact is the chain reaction the causality if you will of the belichick exit from the patriots so i'm kind of bringing those two things together because without the brady exit from the patriots bill belichick might still be there and might have been bought a little bit more time regardless of the situation so just the way that that kind of went out of control and you could tell there was stuff that was wanting to be said but not being said and maybe that's going to start to come out now so i've got tom brady leaving the patriots as number four all right not to interrupt our role here on the uh sports divorces but uh 757 had sent me this yesterday the his hot take tuesday was 49ers buyout fire steve wilkes and kyle shanahan brings in belichick for a two-year deal (laughs) he says we're halfway there (laughs) there you go there Uh, you go but if not belichick what about vrabel Okay. Yeah, just yeah. throwing it out there. What yeah, the I could see that. All right, number three. I mean, this is just, you know, maybe it's because of my childhood. It was the city uh, not too far, uh, you know, from the city I grew up in. And, and I always felt for the folks in Baltimore when the Colts moved out of town in the middle of the night on the Mayflower vans, uh, Mayflower uh, moving trucks. That was one of the all-time dirties. The Colts in the city of Baltimore, uh, one of the worst divorces ever. And again, you know, Doing it in the middle of the night, you know, hiding from everybody. Luckily, somebody was able to film it uh, to give us that. But, man, that was as sleazy as it gets in 1984. And I don't think Mayflower Moving did a lot of business in the city of Baltimore after that (laughs) and probably still doesn't to this day. But that was really lame uh, when the Colts did that to Baltimore. So I got the Colts and Baltimore divorce in 84 as my number three. See, I knew you'd have that one. So I I left left alone because I knew knew you'd be on there. All right, well, this one is very notorious. Everybody's going to remember this one. Terrell Owens and the Eagles. That whole thing that led to the one of the most bizarre press conferences in somebody's driveway that you're ever going to see the whole shirtless thing and he's doing the sit-ups <laughs> and next question and all that stuff. And T.O. just hated Donovan McNabb. There was hate there that was on another level. And I, you know, I hope we get to dig a little deeper into that at some point down the line as well. But that one just, I will never forget that it's embedded into my brain about how, you know, we thought that T.O. was going to be a little off his rocker, and he's, he still kind of is, but, you know, he did, he did okay at his next stop. But T.O. in the driveway doing sit-ups had to have that at number three. I mean, I just want people to imagine this. Imagine you were in a relationship that you enjoy uh, with someone, and uh, they are going to break up with you, and they do it on national television. Yeah. And, you know, and, and draw it out and say something like, I'm taking my talents to Miami. You, you know, go. I mean, imagine that. Well, that happened to the city of Cleveland. LeBron James, the decision, the first exit from Cleveland, one of the worst things ever. I mean, again, 
Whoever told him this was a good idea. Oh, yeah, they did it for some charity in, in Connecticut. Whatever, man. It was one of the worst ideas for a professional. The guy who's had an amazing career on the court. What a great career and off the court. But this was just the worst possible moment and just rubbed it in the nose of Cleveland. Now, fortunately, did eventually return to bring them a title. But at the time, it was as bad as it could get. And it still ranks very high for me. So I got LeBron James, the decision at number two. The only reason I disqualified that, because that would have been my number one. The only reason back. I disqualified that is because he went back yeah. and got him a championship. I thought about that, That's but it. I was like, you know what? No, I still remember where I was watching the decision thinking to myself, yeah. this is so tacky. It was so awful. beneath this guy. I can't believe he's doing this. It was awful, but yeah. that, that's the only reason I disqualified it. So if you don't hear it as my number yeah, one, that's, that's right. why. That's fine. Number two, I had this higher than you did. Brett Favre and the Packers. <laughs> this this was just and one of the reasons and people forget how bizarre this actually was because remember he want he wanted out but he also there was also this constant retirement limbo and he had retired and then decided oh I'm coming back and Aaron Rodgers was pegged to be the starter already when Brett Favre decided he wanted to come back and of course Brett Favre didn't want to come back as a backup so he actually in 2008 wrote a letter a letter. To Ted Thompson, the general manager, asking for his unconditional release so he could choose his team. And Ted Thompson told him where he could stick it, basically. And he declined the request. And and like you laid out, the rest is history. But, I mean, if Brett Favre could have texted Ted Thompson and asked him this, he could have. He didn't ask for a meeting. He didn't, you know, show up and, you know, not even a phone call. No, he wrote the man a letter. Give me a freaking break. And how did that work out for you? <laughs> Brett Favre leaving the Packers, number two for me. All right. Uh, number one, I mean, some breakups are forever. You mentioned LeBron. I mean, hey, Baltimore got a team back. Lane Kiffin's landed on his feet in life. Uh, Favre eventually got to the Vikings. But this guy's gotten nowhere since his divorce in 1989 from Major League Baseball. That would be Pete Rose in oh, baseball. Boy. The ultimate divorce. There's no reconciliation. There's no counseling. There's no helping this man. He's never getting in the Hall of Fame. Do we all understand that? There is no pathway for Pete Rose ever to be in the Hall of Fame in our lifetimes. I mean, we're going to all be to dust, and then maybe they'll be like, well, we got nobody else to put in. We're putting Pete Rose in. It's never happening. I really had hope for a long time, but this dude has been his own worst enemy. Baseball refuses to bend on this and I know we got sports betting apps all over these stadiums now I get it I get the hypocrisy but we don't have the players betting on their own teams and they're not betting on their teams which is a tip anyway Pete Rose baseball 1989 and they've gotten nowhere on the reconciliation front the number one number one sports divorce in my time all right, so I, I did put this one on my list and I know you, you said you didn't for yeah. and you, the reasons were good but and I hate this team with every fiber of my being. I, I will I put that right out yeah. there. But the Shaquille O'Neal exit from the Lakers <laughs> and the heat with Kobe, you guys can say it was all an act. You can come out yeah. and say, oh, it was all yeah. for PR. That's not what PR is supposed to look like, guys. No, it's not. That is not what it looks like. So I love the fact that you're trying to backtrack and make it seem like it was all fun and games. It was not. It. I mean, the things that these two guys that was, were saying to each other the publicly. The it was bad. Yeah, it was awful. It was next level bad. And, and you want to talk about Jimmy Johnson leaving the Cowboys. How many championships could Shaq have won with Kobe together? They, this, they were setting themselves up for what seems like an almost endless run of championships. These guys were borderline unstoppable together, but they couldn't get out of each other's way. 
Nobody was the bigger man in this situation, really. And it just spiraled out of control. Kobe ended up getting his, which is good, you know, later on in his career. But, man, the way that thing went down and the way it ended, it was just so ugly. So, yeah, I've got Shaq leaving the Lakers, leaving Kobe at number one. Yeah, and um, now look, Shaq was out of shape. He was trying to get more money, and he went about it all the wrong yep. ways. And, mm-hmm. of course... Kobe didn't do himself any favors in the Shaq relationship by, you know, bringing that up to the Littleton police. Uh, that yeah. was not a good move. Yeah. All right. That is our What's Your Rank Wednesday. We're sports divorces. Uh, have at it. We've got a lot of them coming through on the text line. If you want to jump on the Ballyhoo's phone line, we can do that with you as well. We're here till 6 o'clock tonight, 757-687-9494. Scott Jackson, show Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. We are brought to you by Larry King Law. All right. We are uh, What's Your Rank wednesday it right now, and we are talking about all-time sports divorces uh, and the history of um, all sports. And James and I just rolled out our list. We're getting a lot of texts at 757-687-9494. You can also hit us up via the Ballyhoo's phone line, 757-687-9494 as well, uh, if you want to uh, do that. All right, so again, just to recap, uh, my five were Favre's divorce of the Packers, Lane Kiffin, USC tarmac firing, City of Baltimore, um, and the Colts when they snuck out in the Mayflower moving vans, LeBron James and the Cavs and the decision, and, of course, Major League Baseball and Pete Rose. Some divorces last forever. Uh, James, go ahead. Give the folks yours. I had Marcus Allen's divorce from the Raiders, Tom Brady's divorce from the Patriots, and Bill Belichick, Terrell Owens' divorce from the Eagles, Brett Favre's divorce from the Packers, and Shaq's divorce from Lakers. the Lakers, and Kobe is my number one. All right, uh, via the text line, Elliot in Virginia Beach has given us Johnny Unitas and the Colts. See, I don't know if that was bad. I mean, they, they built a statue for the man outside of the stadium. That so, they did. I mean, they still love Johnny U in Baltimore. So, I don't know. Was it I, was it a bad thing on the way out? I know in early in his career, the, the biggest embarrassment of the Johnny Unitas story is, of course, the Steelers cut the guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's 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 the embarrassing part of the John United story for me. But anyway, uh, 757 Bolts fan says Marcus Allen of the Raiders would be his number one. Uh, Steinbrenner and Reggie and or Billy. Okay. I mean, Steinbrenner and everybody, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, you can make a Steinbrenner list. Yeah, he also is the Bron Cleveland. Uh, Jimmy and Jerry as well. Uh, that's from Bolts fan. All right, good stuff. Good one. Uh, Jordan of Virginia Beach says sports divorces. Russ and KD. Yeah, yeah, that's a good that was one. Good. Well, I mean, and KD from OKC as well was a tough one. Um, and that was all part of the Russ thing too, right? Like yeah. that was a little bit of all that. But that was pretty messy, uh, needless to say. Um, 757 says, you could make an entire list between Daniel Snyder and all the coaches he fired. LOL. Uh, yeah. Fair. Yeah, fair. We, we could do a lot of things with the Daniel Snyder. I choose not to, though. I try not to think about him anymore. Um, Jeremy says, worst divorce, Sean Payton, the Saints, ruined our cap, realized he couldn't do it without Breeze, left us when it got hard. F that guy. I hope he fails <laughs> in the most heartbreaking way. I might be biased, though. Smiley face. He's off to a good start. I love it. Uh, I'm good to see you've moved on because you are stuck with Dennis Allen. Um, Greg and Gloucester says, Peyton Manning divorced Indy, but I feel like he still gets drunk late night and calls her. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny wow that is funny uh that i mean but he was done at that point remember they were tr- they were gonna i mean physically like unable uh, to play and they were going into andrew luck era at that point right right so I seemed like that was kind of mutual that was kind of mutual now, he had he kind of had a um a whole thing where he went around um and did uh you know a lot of um 
you know, a lot of uh, what you call it, did like a lot of touring, like, and then, you know, like, I'm going to go this team, I'm going right. to visit with this team, that team, and the whole thing. Then obviously ended up uh, with the Broncos. Here was the goofy part. Um, the, the Redskins wanted him, right? But they were going to, and they were going to still draft Griffin, which would have been interesting, or Robert Griffin III. Uh, so says Shanahan, but again, who knows? I mean, it, but the weird part was Peyton ended up living in Shanahan's Denver house, right? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, that was weird. Um, how about Bob Petrino, the Atlanta Falcons? That's my breakup. Dude, that was for the better, man. You were better off without him. Uh-huh. But it is a great breakup because he does a Xeroxed, handwritten letter on everybody's <laughs> like stool in the locker room. He leaves them on there. One of my favorites yep, ever. Yep. 756 is Brett Favre crying on TV during his retirement. It was fake and immature attention getting. Yeah. And then uh, then they stuck it to him. Welcome to Brett Favre. Yeah. Well, by the way, yeah, welcome <laughs> to Brett Favre. I'm afraid to mention his name too many times in case his lawyers are listening and they want to do a frivolous lawsuit for us talking about him. But anyway. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, somebody, Tyler says, we're missing theatrics in the NFL today. Just got in the car. Was Lane Kiffin's breakup from Tennessee or USC? It was USC. Uh, if it wasn't USC or Tennessee, it should be. The, the, they named the waste uh, team uh, treatment facility in Knoxville after him. Yeah, but you guys didn't fire him on the tarmac. I mean, and again, Al Davis is firing him was quite legendary too. Yeah. With the projector and all that stuff. I mean, that's the best. That is absolutely the best. I don't give Lane Kiffin credit because the guy has got a great sense of humor about all the firings because there's been a lot of them over the years. And uh, one of the best trollers on the X. Yes, he is an an amazing troller. Um, From the 757, absolutely on the all time sports divorce list is Ivan Drago ditches his promoter during the fight of the century against Rocky Balboa (laughs) in the match that decided the Cold War. Absolute all time sports divorce, Ivan Drago. I like that. That's a good one. Okay, that's good creative stuff. Literally chucked the guy mid fight in front of a rabid crowd. Now you're right. That that is an all timer. If we were doing fantasy uh, sports, that would be very good. Uh, Antonio Brown and everyone says 804. Yep. Well, I mean, his Pittsburgh exit was pretty legendary, but nothing beats Antonio Brown Bucks slash NFL exit, which was the strip-a-thon as he went off the field at, um, you know, in, uh, was it Meadowlands or no, MetLife Stadium, uh-huh. I mean, whatever the heck they're calling that place these days. MetLife Stadium. Yeah, not Metal. Well, it is the, it is the Meadowlands, but it's called MetLife Stadium. I'm actually surprised he stopped when he did. Yeah. I thought he was going to take was it all legendary. I think we, um, I, we had something... He won something for me. It was like like greatest sports meltdown or something like that. We did one of these. Oh yeah, I think that was yeah. it. That he, was he was it. on the yeah. meltdown list for me for that one. But yeah, Antonio Brown is something, man. But yeah, I mean, when you, yeah when you when you mentioned um, earlier when you said not Antonio Brown, but you said Le'Veon Bell because he held out and, and obviously skipped a year of football uh, to get his way out of it. But I was kind of thinking like, well, yeah, I mean, but the, the Steelers seem to live in that territory there for a while, right? With uh, that and of course crazy Antonio Brown. True. Uh, but all talented. Like, they get the talent. It just sometimes happens to be crazy talent. Uh, Shaka Smart leaving VCU. Yeah, man, but who's pivoted better than VCU every freaking time they hire a coach? Yeah. Seriously. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's it's actually not. It's actually embarrassing how good they've done it uh, over the years. But, yeah, I mean, that was painful at the time because he was the, he's the only one to get him to a Final Four. So that, that I will say that is a good one, but they have done well without him. That you know, they've got a lot of banners for going to tournaments. No doubt. All right. Uh, let's see more seven five seven. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Colts exodus from Baltimore. Yes, was uh, my number. What was it? Three. You you had it up there. Yeah, number three. My number three. I added a three. Uh, how about this one? Eight oh four. San Diego 
and Spanos Chargers uh, for L.A. Okay. But was anybody really fighting for him? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, with all due respect to the Chargers, and I love the Chargers, but come on. Yeah. I mean, you know, San Diego's like, that's all right. We got a perfectly, uh, you know, we got a really nice Sunday anyway. I'll just go to the beach. There's a lot of stuff going on in San Diego. I know. A lot. Yeah, no doubt. Does anybody even in L.A. know they're there? They're going to know soon enough, right? I, well, I'm sure they hope so. Yeah. Was it Mike S. in Washington bad? Look, Mike S., everything in Washington was bad, but it ain't top five level. You know what I mean? It's not like they were coming off Super Bowls or anything. They were 3-13. and 13. He has a great picture of a bunch of really good coaches eventually that were uh, you know, guys outside of his son that really had no, no real power at that point. But, yeah, I mean, it was ugly. And, and remember this, Mike <laughs> supposedly tried to quit in the offseason. <laughs> That's right. I forgot yeah. about that. Oh, after 2012. So, yeah, I mean, it wasn't pretty, but it's not, you know, it's not the all-time level. Uh, A.B. and the Steelers, A.B. and the Raiders, A.B. and the Patriots, A.B. and the Bucks. That's so good. No doubt. But, again, the Bucks, he, he only stripped on one versus, you know, on one team. He only took his entire uniform off. <laughs> You know, that was the best. Uh-huh. He's a mess. Raider James's best breakup in the world is when Mark Davis fired Josh McDaniels. Yeah, that was a mercy killing for sure. <laughs> yeah, very much so. No doubt. That is good. Um, earlier, um, Raider, Raider James had sent me something. Did we read this thing already? I don't remember. Saying the Super Bowl prediction was way off. It's all good, though. After thinking about it, I'm now in agreement with Max Crosby. I'm glad the Chiefs won because now we can knock them off the throne. It was a good game, though. Personally, I do not blame the coaches for the 49ers for the loss. He is not the one that missed the extra point, and not his fault. The ball hit the player's leg during the uh, punt. I'm not saying he didn't make any mistakes, but uh, they had the field goal or the extra point that was blocked and, over, and did, would had, uh, wouldn't have had a good overtime if they had the extra point. Yeah, but then the Chiefs also play different. They're playing for a touchdown right. at the end of the game. Right. They're not playing. They don't waste the clock like they did. I mean, you, you know this. You've seen the Chiefs break. You're hard enough. You should know better. Uh, Eagles sending Foles packing after winning them their only championships. Curse forever. <laughs> That's Cursed funny. forever? Really? Nick Foles. Interesting. The curse of Nick Foles? How about that? Donovan, Bret Hart versus Jim or uh, versus Vince McMahon. Okay, LOL. that that one that one was pretty epic. That's good. he's got a point there. That's good. All right, uh, I'll take. We'll take that. How about the whole world against Vince McMahon now? Oof. Vince McMahon's in a boatload of trouble. Yeah, he right got some now. problems. He's um, in a boatload of trouble. He needs lawyers. Deion Sanders leaving Jacksonville to go to Colorado. Yeah, but everybody knew that. Was I don't know if that's messy. Though. That was never a forever marriage. You have to know when you're in Jackson yeah. when, when you're down there. Yeah, you're I mean, not. Jacksonville you're stayed. not getting a coach that's yeah. going to stay there forever. No, nah, he was never staying forever. Uh, man, let's see where else. Doug Peterson uh, got fired from the Eagles for tanking, which resulted in Je- no, no, no. They already had Jalen Hurts. Incorrect. Yeah, he was on the bench. They already had Hurts. They took Hurts out of the game. Yes, they did. Yeah, they took Hurts out of the game, uh, and that's what made everybody so angry because we, God forbid, we didn't get the six and ten Giants. In the uh, playoffs in, in the pandemic <laughs> season. I mean, it's so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, I don't know what they were thinking. I mean, there must have been some, again, other things in the relationship that were an issue. Uh, Steven Williamsburg, Gretzky, Edmonton to the Kings. Yeah, and again, it was all based off of their owner being in such a bad spot mm-hmm. financially. Yeah, that's a good one. The great one. Uh, James and Matthew says, Antonio Brown and everyone. He has a more Antonio Brown. Uh, 804 says... Um, my favorite player ever, Nick Foles. 
Who knew? All right, 757-687-9494, 757-687-9494. Oh, this is a good one. How about the Browns leaving Cleveland to become the Baltimore Ravens only to have the NFL give the Browns back to Cleveland and only to have to play the Ravens every single year? And they usually beat you, too, by the way. Yeah, that's true. And they have all your former Browns. Like uh-huh. Ozzie Newsom's an all-time Raven executive. How disgusting is that? Oh, boy. All right, 757-687-9494. Keep them coming. You can always hit us up at the Ballyhoo's phone line. Uh, some of the worst sports divorces of all time. We'll get your thoughts on it. Coming up next here, Scott Jackson Show. On a What's Your Rank Wednesday, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. We are brought to you by Larry King Law. James Witham has your sports center. All right, we are uh, brought to you by Larry King Law. We're uh, only here for another, what, another segment, right? I mean, we had another segment after this one, and then they're kicking us out of here. Uh, Matt Hatfield, Shonda DeBerry, uh, Old Dominion Women's Action tonight against Coastal Carolina from Chartway Arena. Tomorrow, James and I will be live at Chartway from 3 to 6.30 prior to uh, the game against Louisiana for the men. Uh, and uh, Chris Finman will join us talking ODU baseball tomorrow as well. All right, 757 687 that's the Ballyhoo's uh, phone line and also the uh, text line as well if you want to jump on board to uh, give us some of the worst sports divorces of all time. We've been doing that with you today here on a What's Your Rank Wednesday. And um, somebody brought up an interesting one. Remember Vontae Davis of the Bills retiring at halftime? Oh, that's right. Against the Chargers. Vernon Davis's brother. Yeah, that was wild. It was, that was definitely different. Um, seven five seven. Um, Let's see. Do, 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 do. Colts at Exodus from Baltimore. Yep, we got that. Uh, oh, Joe Paterno from Penn State. Yeah, that was Oh, messy. yeah, that was, yeah, was about messy. as messy as it gets. Messy, yeah, no no doubt about it. Uh, 724 says, talking about um, Antonio Brown, crushed Ben on his way out. I'm a big Ben. Crushed the Raiders for his frozen feet and helmet issues. <laughs> crushed Brady on his way out. He just went crazy after the perfect hit. Yeah, people say that that he like had suffered brain damage. Yeah, seriously, that, that, I've heard that a lot. That like you know he's he's got a mental health issue going on. Talking about Aaron, Antonio Brown, I thought he, I thought I saw it. something that he's he wants to start like a CTE podcast or oh, something really? it's with somebody. I can't remember who he was going to start it with, but two five two says How about Marino and Johnson both retired. LOL. Um, well, they were, were retired by the Jaguars. I mean, it was such a hideous game. Mm-hmm. Jags dump trucked them in the playoffs. And those two really never liked each other. Never should have had to work together either. If Jimmy Johnson had to do it all over again, I'm sure he would have um, only taken that job if he could have moved on from Dan Marino because that was not going to work with what he was trying to do. Uh, Phil Mickelson from the others, but mainly Phil from the PGA, um, talking about the live golf guys. That's 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 a good one. That's a good one. I've kind of forgotten about all that because now that they're all buddies again, right? It's so weird. Are they though? That just seems like a weird know, limbo man. thing now. Yeah, I it's... don't get it. Uh, three five two, an older texter uh, remembers Babe Ruth and the Red Sox. That's impressive. <laughs> what about Babe Ruth and the Orioles? But that one. Uh oh. But you know what? Back then, you know, teams did stupid things for money because you know, franchises had money. They would get rid of great players. Don't forget the reason the Boston Celtics got, you know, Bill Russell from St. Louis is like they got like the rights to like the like the ice capades or something stupid like that in the trade. It's just like that happened frequently where like struggling franchises would trade great players to bigger markets and, and more, you know, richer markets too. So 
you know, I mean, people often bring up the whole Babe Ruth, obviously the curse of the Bambino, you know, makes it as big as it is. But I mean, he was an Oriole first, Babe Ruth, and he grew up in Baltimore, and they have like the Babe Ruth Museum and People everything. forget that, man. I know, because they didn't wallow in it. They just won, you know, they won. They just, they got better as an organization because by the time anybody started recording this stuff, like that was so far gone. <laughs> you know? That's a good point. I mean, I don't know. It's interesting. And it, look, it been a great folklore forever in Boston sports, but I mean, they're past it now, right? I mean, the, the curse is over. Long over. Long over. Long over. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, uh, you know, but it, you know, for a long time, that was it. You never see the Red Sox win a World Series. Um, you'll never see the Cubs win a World Series. Well, we lived through both of them in multiple Red Sox World Series. Now, I did feel like in, in, the, in real time when it was going on that I was going to die from it. Uh, because how obnoxious your fans became, James. I mean, you guys became the Yankees on steroids. Uh, these these Red Sox fans with all their B hats out of nowhere. I mean, they had these other versions of it. You know, people that had never even been a Fenway or fans. All of a sudden, it was awful. There, there was some fair weather and attaching nature to it for sure. And then it just got worse with the Patriots, quite frankly. Yeah. But I, I wasn't I wasn't on that train. So. It became a Hollywood team. They made a movie about it. I mean, you know, goodness sakes. How terrible was that? That Jimmy Fallon movie was terrible. Yes, Jimmy Fallon movie. Yes, that's that's what I'm thinking of. Ugh. Ugh, it's disgusting. So anyway, although I guess it's kind of a Valentine's Day movie. That's that's <laughs> not a bad point. Not a bad point. If I'd have done top five cheesiest Valentine's Day movies, uh, that would have been in there. So if you're going to Dunkin' and yeah. that's your uh, movie of choice tonight, that's right. you probably lived in New England. You're going to go buy your 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 uh, significant other a Dunkin' jumpsuit. That oh, they're out now. You can't get them. Yeah, you get Got to go to the eBay. You got to back order them things. You might actually have a better time finding one of those Stanley Cups at this point. Yeah, you know, the other day when our, when our guy David Schwab was on talking about how they're going to have all these things behind that ad, Oh, was he so right? So at night they had this. Hey, did you see the back behind the scenes video with Tom uh-huh. Brady and Matt Damon and Ben Affleck throwing footballs through the donut? And they had all this other crap going on. I mean, it was like, ugh. And we were all just being drawn into. Of course, I watched every single second of all yeah, of she it. She did, you know. And yeah, I have to say, Matt Damon's a pretty good athlete. That that Affleck's a spaz though. He can't throw a football to save his life, but Brady's pretty good. He can still whip it, you know. Anyway, all right. Oh, another one, and I had. You know, I had this on my shortlist. I don't know why I didn't put it in my uh, honorables. Barry Sanders and the Lions. Oh, yeah. And then I was also going to have Barry Sanders, or I was also going to have Calvin Johnson and the Lions. Yeah, but, because when you straight up retire because you just can't take you hate it the team, anymore. Right? Yeah. You've um, lost your will to play. Kirk Cousins from the Skins because it took three years. Yeah, but boy, were both sides just happy when it was over. Yeah. That wasn't really bad. It was like, thank goodness. Let's go. Yeah, it took too long, though. And, and again, the worst part is they could have actually gotten something for him. Yeah, they could. And it was awesome. from, from the guy that's... Yeah, the guy that just uh, fired his defensive coordinator. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't know uh, the rules of the coin toss in overtime. Oh, boy. Somebody's going Sandusky in Penn State. Oh, boy. Eligible for parole in 2042. Is he really? I don't think I didn't good. think he was still with I us. Yeah, I didn't either. No, he is. Uh, how about the Virginia Squires trading players for cash back in the day? Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, people did stuff, yeah, like teams did weird that stuff, stuff all the time, uh, especially ABA teams. And, yeah, I mean, there's no doubt. Yager from the Penguins. But Yager from the Capitals, that was like a mercy killing. Yeah, that was geez. finally over. That was a disaster. Uh, as a Miami fan, worst game in franchise history, talking about the Jaguars dump trucking them. Yeah, that was really bad. I was there, man. I saw it. Sidelines, dude. I saw Jimmy Johnson and Marino. That was the worst Body language between quarterback and coach I've ever seen in my life. I'm not sure you're going to find a messier game in your franchise's history. No, that's pretty awful, especially since it's um, 
since it was a playoff game. Breeze in the 757 says, not messy, but epic. Kenny Powers walks off the mound once he gets back to, the, to Major League Baseball. That is a good one. And I'm just going to say I'm happy Breeze didn't mention it, a Seal song. I thought he was going to say Seal and Heidi Klum, yeah. and we're going to say wrong list. Yeah, wrong list. All right. All right, we're going to have to cut off the what's your rank divorces, but good stuff. Uh, coming up next, we'll dive into some what we missed before we get out of here and hand it over uh, to the crew down at Chartway Arena for ODU and Coastal Carolina at the uh, top of the hour. Big day in history for Michael Jordan, something you may not have remembered. We'll get to it next year. Scott Jackson, your priority on sports radio. 94.1, we're brought to you by Larry King Law. All right, time for a little what we missed before we hand it over to uh, Matt Hatfield and Chad DeBerry at the uh, top of the hour. ODU and Coastal Carolina Women's Hoops tonight from Chartway Arena. Uh, today in history, did you know this, Jim? Did you remember this, James? A, a day in 1990 on Valentine's Day, February 14th, 1990, to be exactly exact. Uh, so that would be, wow, 34 years ago. Michael Jordan had to wear the number 12 in a game. Yeah, because his jersey was stolen in Orlando, right? So he wears the number 12, and guess what he does in the number 12? He scores 49 points. I do not remember this. Yeah. Remember, he wore 23, he wore 45, and then this is a part of a trivia question. He also wore 12 once in his life because of this game here where his jersey was stolen. Wow. And I I knew that he had worn a weird number at one point because I saw this goofy trivia question somewhere at some point in my life, but I didn't know he actually scored 49 points in the 12, which is... Not surprising. Know, that's so Not MJ. surprising. I did have a Jordan 23 and a 45 jersey, though. I will say did that. Did you have a Jordan Wizards jersey, though? I did not. <laughs> then you're not a real Jordan fan, all right? <laughs> I loved it. Anyway, so uh, Richie just told me this during the break. Do you realize that the Penguins and Yamir Yager, although it was an ugly divorce, have reconciled? He's going to get his number retired. Only the third player in that franchise's fine history did their number retired uh, in the upcoming date. That's pretty cool. Uh, Yager uh, will not be getting his number retired with the Capitals. I can assure you that. No. All right. Uh, Our poll question of the day um, on the X brought to you by Dominion Floor Coverings at Jackson Sports. NFL free agency, just running away with it. This, the thing you're looking most forward to with the NFL season being over is just more NFL except off the field. Uh, 44% say free agency, followed by March Madness at 26%. Baseball season, 21%. 9% have gone other. The reactions to people that are angry about the football people cracks me up. Uh, <laughs> and they're like, are you serious? It's football. Are you kidding me? It's just people making executive decisions. I'm like, yeah, football's kind of important to people. I don't know if you caught this. There was 140 billion people to watch the Super Bowl. But anyway. Yeah. All right. Thanks to Wood Seelig for joining us today. Uh, tomorrow will be live from Chartway Arena from 3 to 6 o'clock or 6.30 rather. Hey, we're going to do the way too early top five Super Bowl contenders for next season and the top five contenders to pick first in the draft as well uh, on tomorrow's show. All right. We are represented by Larry King Law. Injured in an accident. Call 757-INJURED. 757-I-N-J-U-R-E-D. Choose the firm that I trust with my family's business. Larry King Law. 757-INJURED. 757-I-N-J-U-R-E-D. All right. For James Witham, Scott Jackson, uh, Monarchs basketball straight ahead. Women try to keep rolling as they take on Coastal Carolina from Shortway Arena. We'll be back with you at 3 o'clock tomorrow. Everybody have a fat, happy and safe Valentine's Day. Thanks for listening and tuning in. We appreciate your support. Uh, till tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Good night.